millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to episode 385 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How are we going, fellas? Sunday Fantastic. night. Fantastic for a Sunday night. Well, a recap episode. In the winner's circle. How good does it feel to be in the winner's circle? Oh, I tell you, SG ball is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where, that's where the real winning happens. How good is it to be in the winner's circle and know that it's going to continue? <laughs> How much better is that? I don't know. So, let us know. <laughs> I like I like I like living in the world where I haven't peaked yet. And so like all I've got to look forward to is good times. Have you eventually at some point? Because said, well, it's you know I feel I feel like a, a kid on like the twenty second of December, like Christmas is coming. It's not quite here yet, and I and you know and, and you know I have to go through a couple a couple more sleepless nights before we get there. <laughs> However, Christmas is just around the corner, and. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, I like your yeah, analogy. Like I said, like I said it's, SG Ball is a shit. It, it's actually more like it's the twenty second of December. Christmas is coming, but you're going to get fuck all because <laughs> your dad's a useless crackhead, <laughs> and you look over at your big chin mate next door, and his dad's doing an awesome <laughs> job. <laughs> I was going to say it's almost Christmas. Oh, I'm sure you're an orphan. <laughs> And you're a little cunt, so you're getting a lump of coal named Tom for Christmas. Ah, uh, this is the thing. This is the way it works. If we if we have to if we have to eat the statistic that we can't win without him, then we'll have to eat the statistic that we win seventy five percent of the games with him. And so I'm sure he's going to put together like however many games is left after round five. And so yeah, we got ooh, close to thirty points on the ladder. So that's probably might yeah, sneak in when the he came finals. back. When he came back last time, how many games did he play before he was injured again? Oh, that was the last season. Fucking stop bringing up old shit. Live in the past. It's just, it's just pointless to live in the past. I mean, you can't live. You know that. I mean, you're, you're, I know you're an intelligent fella. You're just trying to troll right now. Living in the past does no, no good for nobody. No, no, no. Past is useful for statistics. Well, I mean, you know, but statistics. I mean, they can just be manipulated to fucking tell the stories that are not exactly the truth. Indeed, they so- can. <laughs> Mister, we win seventy-five percent. Oh, Mister, we win zero percent. So, uh, look. All I'm going to say is, maybe I'm the kid that's on the maybe I'm the, maybe I'm the kid looking forward to Christmas, and it's like fucking April, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and and I and and I watch the and I, and I watch the SG ball on the weekend and see Manly beat Penrith sixty nil, <laughs> and uh, and I think wow, they're like the fucking they're supposed to be the the, the junior having motherfuckers over that side of town. So uh, yeah, not not too bad. Although it's funny, one of the kids in this SG ball, he's uh, he's fullback, mm. and he, he's and it's it's ridiculous. I mean, he needs to get put up to Blacktown because 
like that that level of play. He's in the top thirty anyway. He's in the NRL squad, yep. but um, but that I mean, putting kids like that in like SG ball, it's just like you know when you see people and it's just like. You don't see it in NRL too often. I mean, like, you know, but like, you know, the Joey days and things like that, when you've got these extraordinary guys that make it look fucking easy the 100% of the time. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, just, it's just like, the, it is like two levels below him. So hopefully, you know, at least we've got, you know, if old fucking uh, Tim Tambrovich can fucking keep his shit together just for a fucking, just stay strapped together just for another year. And then this guy, at least he'll be, at least I'll fucking cooler will be there, ready to come. In contrast to several members of the NRL side, which is two levels above them. <laughs> oh, fucking tell me about it. Yeah, this is the thing. I think I, I, if they weren't so fucking old, they could send them down to the fucking, the, the SG ball. And then, they'd, and then they'd get like a really staunch fucking, they'd get a real staunch challenge that it would meet their abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Except they're fucking probably you know this sixty years too old to fucking get into it. But um, first things up, this is a recap episode. Let's recap. Some, yeah, so let's actually start recapping shit. Um, Thursday night we had the uh, Panthers twelve defeating the Melbourne Storm ten. Uh, Panthers tries to Charlie Staines, Kurt Capewell. Uh, what else did we get? Crichton a couple of conversions. Uh, the Storms ten came through tries to Brandon Smith and Josh Adokar. Munster one of two conversions. Glenn, what do you think? Cracking game between two of the best sides in the comp, I thought. It was amazing, amazing finish, obviously, but very little in it. But in the end, it was the, the more experience and the, the premiership hardened side that flinched first and the, the young kids got the job done and, and made the big plays when it counted. So, again, I said it last, uh, last week, just can't be more impressed with Penrith's maturity when you look at the, the the young guys in in that side and and uh, to come away with a win like that and and make some massive plays at the end of the game is just uh, was super impressive. Um, the other mm. point I wanted to make was um, I probably haven't had the biggest raps on uh, on Dylan Edwards for the Panthers. Of sort of what I have watched of him over time, I've, I've always thought that if you if you kick it to him often enough, he's got an he's got a, an error or two in his game, but um, can't deny his his speed, etc. But he was he was having the game of his life before he got hurt. I, I've yeah. I thought he was playing outstandingly, and and, um, and w- when he got hurt, and they said he, you know he wasn't coming out for the second half, I uh, I thought, well, geez, the storm uh, the storm could really capitalise on that because I was struggling to contain him, and then Tyrone May came on and. Um, it was business as usual. I thought he he again played some of the best football I've seen him play. So, um, testament to his ability to come in and, and do the job, and he's he's probably going to have to do it for a few more weeks yet, by the look of it. It um, I like how you sentiment that. <clears throat> one thing that was very impressive about this one was the the team's ability to stay in this for the eighty. Now they went into the the game without Cleary, obviously, who's who has been their guiding force. And if there's one thing you worry about with a team of young kids, it's that they're going to get a little bit rudderless and, and a little bit hopped up on their own energy or excitement, not be able to control the focus. But but I think they did a very, very good job. Um, Matt Burton, who didn't have a flawless game, but I think had a very solid game filling in for a regular. Uh, what a fucking boot he's got on him. I was just going to say, fucking, you can boot it. Yeah, He's got, and, I think he may he may have the longest fucking boot in the game, and at the moment, and realistically, that makes up 
for a shitload of deficiencies or bad sets or or massive defensive pressure from the other team. You know, it, it's super yeah. deflating when a team puts in an enormous defensive set against you, pins you down well before halfway, and you're in deep shit, and then all of a sudden, Burton just puts a fucking rocket up this ball, and they end up trucking it out of their own in goal. It, you know, yeah. there's, there's no quick or the way team to... the team earns a fucking line dropout, and you drop it out fucking sixty meters on the fly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and it's and it's may as well have been them just carting up a fucking t- uh, a ball off the six tackle. Um, plenty of feeling in this one. Started to get a little bit venomy, but um, you expect that. Yeah, the Panthers aren't happy. I mean, they fucking you know. The other interesting thing, if you look at the tries that Melbourne scored, they weren't super well constructed, amazing offensive sets that you know Pen- Penrith let slip through. They were some pretty ordinary fucking efforts. Like the one the Cheese scored, mm. that was just an opportunistic fuck. I'm bigger and stronger than this guy, so I'm going over close to the line. And the second one was such a fucking basic error of misreading numbers on a scrum play. Mm-hmm. You know, Melbourne just bamboozled them by having them not being able to count to four. And, uh, hey, that, and that's not the only time that happened on the weekend. <laughs> that's it. Uh, <laughs> but um, other positives to come out of this one: uh, Charlie Staines is now the fastest man in rugby league after outracing Josh Adokar. It's not often you see two um, guys that you know are quick that in in a genuine foot race like over that distance. Yeah, well, one of them. One, and one of them's not carrying the ball, yeah. slowing them down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Charlie Staines is now officially the fastest man in the NRL. Um, the the interesting thing was when um, when Edwards got hurt, I think that brought the team closer together, and that's a valuable asset as well going forward. So for Penrith to come through this and really know that, okay, if we stay in and stick to our game plan, it's an 80-minute game. That, I think, is a feature of their maturity that's uh, that's most impressive. But enough of that. Let's get on to the tweets for that game. I was going to say, well, you don't want to talk about fucking Kurt Capewell? I mean, like he fucking he he came up to he saw he came up to the wall of defence and he didn't know what was on the other side, but he fucking poked himself through there, and uh, and he poked himself through the other side of the other side of the wall there, and and he didn't he didn't know, he didn't he didn't know he didn't know you know whether he was coming or going, and when he and then he came out the other he side and he came everywhere and and exactly, and uh, found found glory in that in that small in that small hole in the defensive line that he that he uh, found himself going through. That's correct. You know what? Inside of every young footballer, there's an emptiness that's just yearning to be filled. And Kurt Capewell can fill that emptiness. And then come in. <laughs> that was unnecessary. That was unnecessary. Um, at Fat Harry Lazy said, holy fuck, put me in a glory hole. I'll happily service Capewell. Uh, Lambretta. GP1971 said, I thought last Thursday's game was good, but that was something else. Amazing play all over the park. And to top it off, we got to see Bellamy absolutely going apeshit in the box when a decision went against his team. Just brilliant. Uh, at Andrew Lars on Twitter said, All hail the Gibbous Moon effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, at Lazy Larry 
said, normally have a massive hate for Thursday games as I have to get up too bloody early for work on Friday. But an end like that makes a late night well worth it. One of the craziest few minutes of footy in ages and loving every second. And that's probably the, the opportune time to talk about the fucking finale for the ages, or at least until the Warriors game. Um, what a fucking effort by Kickout. What an absolute fucking superhuman effort. And I've been critical in the past of his effort levels and of his intensity late in games or, or when it matters. And fuck me, if this is the new attitude he brings into every game this year, undefeated season. No fucking ass. I think it was, a good, it, was good, it was good when he sort of stopped, stopped, you know, stopped trying to get a penalty and got back up and got, got himself over there. But also, you know, a lot of credit goes to the other fucking three guys that were there because in the modern game, it's not about holding the ball up. It's about getting enough bodies around the ball to that the referee the can't, fucking, that yeah, the referee can't see. Correct. And he and then and then then you've got to get then you've got to get up in unison, all of you and your other three or two or three mates that you've got defending. You've all got to get up like fucking. We held it up. We held it up. Woo! We held it up. That's it. And then so you got to sell it to the referee so he sends it up as no. And then you've just got to basically make sure you've meticulously arranged enough bodies around the ball that you can't see. And then yeah, and and which is which happened in a in another one as well. Um, Except the, for this uh, one, you could see the ball and it didn't get down because Kikau's arm. This thing, no, you could you could only see the top half of the ball. Though. You couldn't see the you couldn't see like the you know you could have seen the like it could have it, it could very well have gone down beside his arm, but, yeah, but, but because no, of the didn't. way they'd arranged themselves, you they could see the camera. But you could see the camera, and his arm was underneath it. No, no, his so arm, his arm was beside it. His no, arm was beside it. Um, and then and then they basically uh, you know peel enough bodies around it to create the doubt required. Fuck me, dead. Which you're is the all you dead. need to do. You're the Des Hasler of directions, aren't you? <laughs> under is under. He was he was he was on the lower side. He was on the lower side. Your fucking hamstrings of reason have just <laughs> but they wouldn't have turned down it. the boulevard. He, he, was on, he was on he was he was on the lower side to the over. extent that they wouldn't overturn it either way. That's that was the, that was more that was the point. Um, if it had gone up as a try, it would have been a try. Our That's good friend uh, Supergrover. <coughs> set into our Facebook group and uh, and this was long so I've had to paraphrase it um, or just Lenu, leave it out Lenu drives a shoulder into the back of a storm player nothing to see here Lenu gets foot trapped going to the ground storm practiced that at training Munster did it deliberately and yes I agree with you wholeheartedly and I think that is very good of you to honestly assess the grub country of your fucking team constantly practicing tactics meant to maim or injure other players. Uh, well, Timothy, that was a textbook prowler, that one. It, it was. Timothy in uh, in our Facebook group said, go eat a dick, you purple cheating cunts. I like the cut of your jib, Timothy. Uh, Kyle said, slipping through holes while on camera is like muscle memory for Capewell. David said, fucking <laughs> cop that, hashtag purple cheating cunts. Kurt Capewell, you fuck machine. <laughs> we'll give the last word on that to uh, Shanta. In the Facebook group that said, that squares the ledger this week for Penrith versus Storms, <laughs> one all. <laughs> yep. And, I, and and presumably you feel uh, you feel vindicated this week and that, uh, that you are now the Premiers. Yes, and we last are. Year, and, and, and you won the Premiership last year. Well, see, by season... By virtue of winning an early round club game. Season first, third, 2021 counts just as much as the entire season did last year. So... <laughs> Just as valid a well, competition. I mean, well, we'll see. Season the uh, the, the season first uh, portion before it got shut down last year, and uh, had the Broncos at the top of the <laughs> top of the table pretty much. So. Exactly. You tell me how much the first third counts. Um, 
but yeah, on seriously though, I'm I'm very fucking happy that the grand final loss hurts enough that they needed to get out and put in that eighty minute effort. Very good. Mm. Uh, next pub slot, and oh, a genuine pub slot too. Uh, the Dragons, 38, defeated the Mighty Mealy Seagulls, 12. Uh, the Dragons had a double to Lomax, a double to Dufty, uh, Cody Ramsey, and Braden Williami. This was a great one, a great day for fucking curses as well. Williami uh, revenge Lomax, game. six of six. Okay. Yeah, yeah Williami. I mean, who did he fucking even play for? Who did he play for, though? Like, I mean, because he, he didn't play for Manly very long. All, all the time he was there, he didn't get on the field that, that often. But he played like a dozen games or something somewhere else first. I can't, was it Parramatta? I can't fucking remember where it was. Does he have um, Wikipedia? Yeah. Oh, Let me check. Probably. Keep talking. Probably. I mean, look, any player that we've talked about to a significant amount of minutes, they have a Wikipedia. Believe me. Uh, <laughs> Manly's tries to Garrick and Daly Cherry Evans and two of two for Garrick. You want to go first, Go first, Glenn? Yeah, or? sure. Well, Jay's, no, Jay's looking for a Wikipedia page. I can see, Jay, so. I can see Jay's looking up <laughs> his Wikipedia. Yeah, you're I right. I want to say Parramatta, was it? Th- 13 was Parramatta. 15, That's 16 it. was Manly. Yep. Then he went to Catalans. Then he's come back to the Dragons. Oh, he fucking went. Well, you Dragons to the Dragons. There you go. I was wondering what he was doing in those That's fucking uh, those off years. But there you go. So it just goes to show that, like, you know, the curse, that, well, they, they overcome the curse of him being in their side because we couldn't overcome the curse of playing at their ground that we could, that we haven't won at him since 2003. <laughs> so so clearly the ground is a stronger curse than Willie Army's curse. Mm. But I mean, he's won plenty of games since then, but I mean, it really was a thing at a time there, like where he went like 13 games odd that he couldn't win a match. I reckon your 66% completion rate had more to do with a loss than any curse of a ground. <laughs> well, let me tell you, 66% is fucking generous because it was 45% at half time. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so that that that's, that speaks to how well how well they turned it around in the first twenty minutes of the second half before they fucking because once again I mean you know once once the once the back is broken I mean this this is the thing two weeks in a row now they've actually competed really well despite being absolutely fucking hopeless mm-hmm. in the very basic tenets of the sport of rugby league which is mm-hmm. um, hold the fucking ball and like don't drop the fucking ball thirty meters out and like it, and it's it's amazing what happens when you don't do that mm-hmm. and you complete sets. And you get a kick in at the end of it, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you start getting the ball in better positions of the field, and then fuck. Sometimes you can even mount <laughs> attack and try and, and try and generate points. Mm. I mean, it's a very it's a very simple fucking game. But when you get people that are in uh, contract years and apparently spec, you know, trying to find a new home, like Marty Tapao, just fu- just fucking dropping it, and you're getting these fucking AFB tards. Like fucking Croker trying, like Croker who's not a hooker trying to do the fucking the scoopy scoopy one hand quick yeah. pick up from dummy half and just dropping it like thirty meters out, and then you get your fucking Brad Parkers of the world just just dropping it fucking like six hundred fucking times. This is the other thing. <laughs> what part of fucking like I, look? I may I may have just been blind to this because I don't follow the dragons that you know that closely. I mean, but. When what, like I know I know that Ben Ben Hunt can't catch kickoffs. I mean that's we know that. But when was it that Zach Lomax and Ben Hunt couldn't tackle? Mm. I mean I, I always thought that Ben Hunt was you know was reasonably sound defensively. I don't know. So I just don't understand why why Brad Parker's move every time was like I'm just going to try and fucking get through the the gap that doesn't exist between yeah. these two guys. That's it. Because and yeah, not use the winger or not you know fucking do something else and not only would he get tackled every time he'd always get dispossessed every it felt like every fucking time he'd get dispossessed as well yeah. so so um 
Schuster is an absolute fucking Team gun player, player and I can't wait. To, and, I'm, and I'm glad that he mm. is going to get, like, now with all the back row injuries, I mean, obviously he's a 5'8", but with he's a big boy, though, and with all the back row injuries, he's going to be able to start and, you know, get 80 minutes in, you know, which is great. Mm. And so it's going to be great for his development into the player that he's going to become and everything. But I tell you, I had to laugh, though, like, fucking the amount of, like, no-look passes you'd throw, like, from right to left when you got Brad Parker and Garrick. I'm like, mate, you can't, like, those... It's spectacular and deceptive, but you got to remember you don't have any first graders out to your left. <laughs> yeah. you, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that shit, mate, you got to remember. Whilst you're deceiving the defensive so, um, line, you are also deceiving the half tards <laughs> to the left of you. There is like a there is like a better than average chance that they've fallen for the no look situation as well, and it's gonna bounce off their fucking faces or something. Um, <laughs> Uh, good. To see, like honestly, I just at this at this point, it's it's like the people that you expect that you that you want uh, and ex, and expect stuff. Experienced guys like your Marty Powers, you want to see stuff out of them. And while he's not too bad on the meterage, he's just like his entire career has been this fucking like wanting to offload so the carries are looser and he drops like he must have dropped the ball. I don't know statistically what it would be week on week, but it feels like he's good for like three getting up, play the ball, drop it, or just drop it in tackle or, you know, whatever per game. And it's just not fucking good enough from a guy, especially when we've got a lot of young guys in pro- like young props coming through that you would think you'd need somebody that's kind of like a, a mentor to show them the way because then you get, when, when Toff Sipley finally got his chance and got on, I mean, that kid is fucking enormous. And he and he was great and um and like they've got like plenty of young props to come through, which I understand is why they want to get rid of um Marty, get a bit of money off the books and get more bang for the buck. But fuck, it's just like you just want to get more out of the senior players and uh, and get a and, and get a fucking hooker, get get Cust on sooner. Why does fucking Cust have to come on? Like I don't even know when he came on. Why can't he start? Game. Like it was. I know he. He, why can't he fuck you exactly? Why it's can't the same he answer as you're going to get every week because Des Hasler is fucking cooked. <laughs> it's because he's a, it's because it's because he's a trial games because our season doesn't start until until round five, and so we're still in trial game mode. And um, and like this this talk about Desi, the only issue I have with Desi is the team selections because there's, there's, because there's why there's do you no, need to have any other no, reasons? <laughs> That's 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 basically because a team that completes a forty five percent in the first half and what you say sixty six percent overall. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter what the game plan is. It doesn't matter what fucking attacking structures you've worked on in the off season. Every other aspect of coaching that you have worked on, it doesn't matter because the people on the field in that fucking eighty minute period are not fucking giving themselves the chance to execute on any of it because they're not holding the fucking ball for fucking. You know, for like for under fifty percent at halftime was fucking unbelievable. Mm. And so, honestly, first thing, I like I don't know. I mean, how? Do you know like, the scary oh, part for this though? What's that? The that completion rate. You'd, you'd understand that, and that it'd tie into the score line if you had that completion rate and you know, low forty percent of the ball. You actually yep. had the ball more of that game than the Dragons did. Yeah, and that was all. But that was all basically on a like a, a ten minute sort of period in the start of the second half, where they had like you know like a, a repeat set or you know blah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They, that, that's where they got it. Otherwise, it was just fucking turn for turn. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, that's well, where it was, was fifty one to forty nine, but yeah. you still had the line share of percentage of possession. Well, and the, yeah, and the, the line, score still blew out like that. Typically, when you see blowouts, 
the possessions very strongly weighted in favour of the team that scores more. Yeah, I and what that and what that is basically, to, you know, the Dragons got to do stuff when they had the ball, and the, and and also when they got the ball, they got the ball thirty meters out, mm. and when and and when Manly got the ball, they got the ball on their goal line. So, any word on how long Hunt's out? As yet, he's still having skin. Well, still, last I heard, he need to have skin. Was it frac- fractured? I thought yeah. it could be anywhere. I, th- I thought depending depending on the scans, it's like anywhere from weeks to yeah. season. What bone's that? Is that an arm leg, or leg? Leg. leg? leg. Yeah. Was it tibia so, or fibula? I, f- femur, wasn't it? Femur. Was oh, femur. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I say yeah. like I know. Doctor J, if it's not fucking, if it's if it's not one of the body parts you're learning in gynecology, I don't want to know about it. (laughs) (laughs) He was um... (laughs) Ben Hunt with a grade three flap (laughs) rattler. So obviously, uh, Corey is going to have to assume a huge, uh, a huge amount of extra responsibility in Hunt's absence. I don't, I don't know. Did call Corey Norman's that guy? Um, Do you think contract year Corey Norman's that he guy? He has shown in the past that contract year Corey Norman is is better than your average Corey. Do Norman. you think? Yeah, but contract year Corey Norman couldn't maintain another contract at the Eels, and I mean he was, you know, looking at England and the Dragons mm. scooped him up, sort of thing. It wasn't like he was like the Eels did. They did poach him from yeah. Brisbane, right yeah. back in the day, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. However. He was lucky to lob at the Dragons, I think. Yeah, he was. So I don't know if contract year Corey Norman is even a thing. How about slightly more than tanned Corey Norman playing for Hook? <laughs> Can he pull another year? <laughs> well, oh. that is the question. The only, the only so. thing I want to say about Manly is that <laughs> Kieran Foran, again, was far and away based on not only on, on things that he did in the game, but just the effort alone, Manly's best player on the field and yeah oh, yeah but how's the effort when fucking when when that fucking try from Lomax when it has the effort to not contest the fucking a, ball and just let him get with, it he still carries broken bones in his body like you can't expect you can still jump well, and like and shoulder the other guy out of the road in midair in a genuine yeah, contest I, I just you don't have to <clears throat> tell, you, tell you what there were two million dollar halves on the field and Kieran Foran has nothing to be ashamed of, considering the pay packet he's on. He's not the one that should be feeling ashamed. Ironically, all, all of them he's probably the Josh only Schuster. one who understands emotions enough to understand what shame is. And honestly, when it comes to Brad Parker, can I just say, in 2021, the year of our Lord 2021 where it's been established for a very long time, a number of years, certainly my entire lifetime, certainly since you know, my first girlfriend in grade six, that redhead women are fucking sensational. Redhead men, fucking useless. Have been, always have been, always will be. Why hasn't there been some kind of fucking genetically engineered plague or virus or something to eradicate these fucking people off the planet so I don't have to see them in my centers? That's... <laughs> Dylan Walker, I fucking put the call out to to the to the the listeners who are police on the Northern Beaches to get him to jail. It shouldn't be fucking hard. You just shadow Dylan Walker; he's going to do something. Crimes <laughs> like, against rugby league. He's still yeah. crimes against my mental fucking health. Uh, Ruben Garrick, 
Ruben Garrick's a sexy good. Fo- he's a, he's a he's a sexy he's a sexy good bloke. You know where you could go, mate. You go and be with your fucking kind over there in the place where they can't fucking score points. Because what well, I I need points in my team. <laughs> so you have me fucking go over there. Nice. The rest of you are still on notice. Lachlan Croker, I, I don't need to speak about you anymore. Put you into a fucking wood chipper. Um, <laughs> oh, let's look at some tweets for that game. <laughs> Matthew in the Facebook group said, it's ironic that a team with a player with the largest spine in recorded history is so spineless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel said, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that is Walker's fifth start at fullback for five losses. Hmm. Troy. Uh, well, I mean, is that, that must be counting like rabbits games, is it? I don't know. Because that was only the third game of the season, so I can't imagine. The, um, I don't. I don't remember him starting a manly in fullback at it before. I don't know. Uh, Troy said, "All hail King Willie Army." Bennett said, "Thank the good Lord Beaver for alcohol." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Switzer Ben on Twitter said, "Ben Hunt showing DCE what a million dollar half really looks like." Oof. DC is uh, going to play next week, though. <laughs> ben Hunt, back up if you want to earn your fucking paycheck, pal. That's all I'm saying. Devin Head. <laughs> this fucking guy. Said, my cum tribute tonight is Willie Army scoring just for Nate. <laughs> I don't feel like he understands what a cum tribute is. I mean, did he put a... Was there, was there a photograph of, of his laptop accompanying that tweet? No, I, I think his is a, um, like a, a cum tribute story, like fan fiction. Okay. Okay, yeah. No one's going to step up like 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 Special K did. That's it. Uh, Sharky Dave said, Dragon's not shit. Manly were a shit that ate another shit, had eaten, and then shit out type of shit. There you go. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the Dragons the dragons aren't great at all, but what Hook has, and surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, I mean, because like Hook, you look back at him and he's only missed the finals like sort of, like, what is it one year ever out of like the sort of eight years or so that he's coached? Mm. So he's what he can do is that base level, school teacherly, Get them running direct, get them through their sets, and that sort of thing. And at the moment, that's that's like that's fucking enough, mate. Like they like just get a, like a solid kick chase, get through your sets, get the forwards just fucking running hard. Kick it to Lomax, and that's and that's reaping. Kick it to Lomax. Well, yeah, I mean, kicking it to Lomax is not yeah. Why that if you're going to target anyone in that team, you know, aerially, that's your mm. guy, right? What the the largest guy on the fucking field. Yeah, and he's fucking, and he's and and he's proven over his entire first grade career that he's you know amazing at fucking taking the yeah. aerial stuff and scoring tries. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so Gou said, "So happy with the win. I've lost all temptation of confectionery." Hashtag no more miles pass. Now, that's an interesting fucking yeah. take. Most of the other fucking dragons fans look at that like a penance <laughs> in the, yes. something they do. Geo's there saying she's tempted by the confectionery. <laughs> oh well, there we go. Glad you're uh, not shelving yeah. the calories tonight. Yeah, just uh, just basically keep the uh, keep keep a, a, a pack of a snack pack in the fridge because it's <laughs> a long season. How are you supposed <laughs> to shelf gonna... a snack pack? <laughs> One at a time, well, hopefully. I mean, you know, you just... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, the, the snack size, you know, the bags, the snack size Mars bars, like the the yeah, half size, the half length ones. Yeah, fun size. Snack packs like a yo-yo. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I didn't mean. I mean, I didn't mean that. Yeah, I, didn't, I meant the fun size ones, not the fucking. But you know, dragons fans. I mean, they've been fucking bit jamming shit out their asses for, for how many years now? Like, it wasn't the snack packs. Kids <laughs> <Get it> stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. We've just lost a good portion of the millennial audience. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Go Google snack packs, you young cats. All right, have you finished with those? Yeah, we're done. Next game. Right, next game is uh, the Rabbitohs taking on the Roosters. The Rabbitohs 26 defeated the Roosters 16. Uh, the Rabbitohs tries a double to Cody Walker. Dangay Guy and Josh Mansell also with tries. Reynolds three or four conversions. And uh, there's penalty goal to Reynolds, penalty goal to Luttrell. Uh, the Roosters 16 tries to Teddy, Brett Morris, Josh Morris, as always, the three of them. And uh, Teddy, one of two conversions. And Takeaho, one of one conversions. Scoreline very flattering to the Roosters in this one. It was. Um, two very over-wrapping over points of this game. Fucking South's left to edge, left side attack mm. is back. Yes. Fuck yes, me. Uh, and their first contact in defense. I haven't mm-hmm. seen a game in a long time. Like Normally through the course of the 80 minutes one or two players who may you know, be renowned for putting hits on, yep. decide to put a bit of effort in and lift their team rally. Across the fucking park, whatever they've been practicing at training, to a man, their technique, their first contact was absolutely phenomenal and it just shut the roosters down. They yep. had no breathing room. They had no space anywhere. Anything the roosters were doing looked to take more effort than it should and to have them under more pressure than it should. Um, but but that scramble on that first contact, absolutely fucking amazing. The To the stage where, like, I know we joke about it, but it seems that Origin gay guy may not be a an Origin thing anymore. He is having an absolute fucking blinder to the opening this of the This game season. especially, yeah. Yeah. Like that, where, where he threw the, part, the last pass for Walker's second... You know, you talk about players who look like they have more time. I reckon he changed where he was looking and thinking of passing to about nine times from the time contact was made before he hit the ground. (laughs) And I swear to God, he spun in ways that the human body shouldn't be able to fucking turn in and then eventually found Walker. But that that whole fucking left side. Well, the thing with Gay Guy, Origin Gay Guy, now he's got Origin Mm. coach extraordinaire. Yeah. Maybe it's just fucking. Maybe that's all it needed. But but also some origin level players, and you know, not not saying he didn't have that previously, but a fit and fucking angry Latrell Mitchell. Yep. Mitchell and Walker playing behind, excuse me, dominant forwards, fucking unstoppable. You know. But it's not even that. Like, you know, I I thought I thought Cam Murray was amazing, but it wasn't like their forward pack really. You know, they they did a fucking great job. They did a solid job. But I, I don't think. Oh, I just the think that, that they really that they took out. hold of the middle, um, like you say, with their, their first contact, and you know the, the Roosters. A lot of what they do comes off the back of of those big mobile guys in in the middle of the park, and and I thought the the Rabbitohs forwards really stood up to them, knocked them on their bums more often than not, and and you, you know quick play the balls, and using using their feet. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, to to get those quick play the balls and then Walker into Mitchell, it's just when they're when they're both on, it's it's impressive to watch. I thought the Rabbitohs controlled the game for the duration, as you said, Nate. The the scoreline 
genuinely flattered the Roosters. And I think the Roosters are done with the injuries they've got. As great as he is, Tedesco. Well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. like season for Kiri, right? Uh, pretty much season for Lamb. Uh, Lindsay Collins got... Uh, a concussion will see him out for at least a week, and I mean the Roosters are the most cautious club. That's one of the worst head knocks I've seen. So. Where um, hard letters, letters elbow. Yeah. But to to take a second out though, that yeah, you know, and I know we give a lot of shit on this on this show, but fuck the Roosters do that well. Yeah, yeah. The whole head protocol yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. No, um, they do. At mm. and at the risk of their season, we'll keep players yeah. out. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. to be fair, they do they do have incredible depth, and it's it's not as punishing to them as uh, you know as it would be to other clubs, maybe to to hold a guy out another week or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's I I would like to see it become the yeah. norm. Lindsay anyway. Collins was out yeah. on the moment Hargrave's elbow hit him; his eyes rolled back, and he said, "Oh, it was horrible yep. to watch." Mm. Yeah, that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, he got that twitch. You know when they do the fucking. But as great as yeah. as great yeah. as he is, Tedesco can't one. carry him all the way to the finals. And and I, I don't think them. Yeah, no, they they done line line through the roots. It's unfortunate, but they're gone. Yeah, that's it. Let me the bring tweets. up the tweets on that one. Uh, rugby for all underscore JP. So it looks like Kiri has done his ACL. So that is likely Chooks out of the top four. Sad because the Morris boys deserved a grand final finale. That uh, It is sad for the Morris. Uh, Acuntio on Twitter said, not a bad game. Wouldn't read into the score too much. Kiri will be a loss. Don't know why everyone keeps talking about Cordner. Roosters will be a weaker side with him in it under these rules. It's probably not a bad take. Hmm. Do, you, do you think he comes comes back and has much impact? Oh, look, I mean, he's he's, he's a very good player. But he's got to be playing on his mind. Is, I mean, fuck yeah. He only has to get hit like half half powerfully. Yeah. And who fucking, you know, like, I, I still I still think that after that last grand final, I think he should have, you know, he had origin grand final. It was a glorious fucking season and, and, and he'd already had the history of the knocks then. Yep. And so that was the... You that can't tell the me other players you know? aren't going to target yeah, that either. Yeah, that's it. You know. Yeah, correct. Correct. Because, like, there are, there are ways to fucking... You know what I mean? There, 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 are, there are ways to hit a guy hard mm. and give him that whiplash sure. perfectly legally in a contact yeah, sport like it. that, you know? Yeah. Um, like the, the one thing that we didn't talk about was uh, old mate uh, Daniel oh. Salika Fafita with the punch on Jai Arrow on the ground. Yeah. I it mean, was... it's hard to say. It's hard to like rank it in the annals of history of dog stuff when there's a, you know, there's a fucking West Tigers player who literally <laughs> fingered guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> however, I mean, as far as like, you know, the, the punching stuff, it's uh, not, not oh, yeah. I, it, was it was it the crime of the century? Into, was, or was it like the knockout punch of the century? No, it wasn't. But I mean, the, the, the fucking premeditated thought process and then doing it, which yeah. is the dumbest Although, fucking thing. The- there's a couple of fucking points to this. I don't know if you read the article or not, but before the game, there was talk that uh, the Roosters players had all been put on notice mm-hmm. that they'd better stand up and protect Teddy Yep. after Jai Arrow's cheap shot on him last year. Yeah. When yeah. he was fucking dead. Yep. And, and I don't know how accurate that was or how much of a big deal it was or if it was even mentioned at all. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the media was certainly talking about it. They, they, fucking, they certainly were. Um, do you think that the reason he wasn't sent off for that was because the referees don't have enough leeway or don't have enough ability to, to make their own choices? And by that I mean they know now that a punch is an, is an automatic 10 minutes. Yeah. Do they understand that to be a punch can only be and should only be 10 minutes? Is that the reason why he didn't actually step up and go? No, you've just dog shotted someone in the back of the head. Yeah, I think I think I think they've just gone. Yeah, I think I think they've just. I, I don't I don't think they. I I don't believe that the referees think that that's the maximum penalty they could have dished out. I think they've just gone. Well, you know, black and white punch. You know, punch ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, okay. and I think it's just because uh, you know it's it's hard to get sent off. It is the best of times because the referees. I mean, they, they, they. I don't think the referees, you know, should really be weighing like any, you know, the contests and you know all that sort of thing into into their mind. But it, you know, it would have to sort of. Come I, I reckon they take I mean. into consideration the it's impact on got... the other player as well. You know, like if he had a hit arrow in the back yeah. of the head and arrow collapses and starts having a fit or something on the ground, you know, like he's he's a hundred percent gets yeah. off, but you know. See, this is the thing. I Absolutely. think that's a dangerous precedent. I, I don't think you should have to rely on actually doing some fucking damage mm. before there's any risk to you. But uh, no, personally. I think the media, the, the media around this around this incident will, yeah, as always, mm. it, you know, kicks up a furor. And like, let's face it, is that situation going to happen again this mm. season or next yeah. season or the one after? I can't remember the last time was, I saw a guy punch a guy in the, like down in the tackle dumb. like that. That's it's, it. You know, so. Um, yeah. Stephen in the Facebook group said, Jesus, what a fuck game. Cunt's getting injured. Chook's attack looks worse than peanuts in my ass hairs. <laughs> Rabbit's defense, too good. And I'll, uh, I'll give the last word on this one. I fucking love this comment. This made me fucking chuckle so hard. It was Jason in the Facebook group said, on a scale of Broncos lost to Storm loss, this one's probably about a manly. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Right. Uh, the Raiders. I'm sorry, the Warriors, 34, defeated the Raiders, 31. And uh, the Warriors, and this is obviously a spectacular fucking crazy game. The Warriors tries through uh, Fanor Blake, uh, Nick Arima, Bailey Sirinan, Murdoch Masilla, uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, and Adam Pompey. Uh, Nick Arima, five or six conversions. The Raiders, 31, came through tries to Whiten, Sutton, Soliola, Williams, and Whitehead. Croker five of five conversions and a field goal to Williams. I think Ricky's press conference, no, his press conference happy. took all the shine off the Warriors' comeback. Not to mention his own side's capitulation. Um, you know, gave up a twenty-one point lead, um, and you know, that, the the biggest that pass to Murdoch Murdoch Masilla and and Perinara's game in general was. You know, I'm not I'm the I'm not a ref's falter by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, I can understand him being pissed off. But you know, the the Raiders fell apart, and you know, it yeah. is very difficult to complain about ref's fault when you've led the, yeah, the game exactly. by 21 points. I thought points. Um, yeah. two of us a check again. A couple of huge plays in the game uh, in attack and defence. He's he's the heart, the soul. The talent, the inspiration of, of that club all, all rolled into one. He's, um, you know, and he, and he carries the responsibility yep. well. 
um, and and they they all look to him, yeah. and, and he delivers far more often than not. So, um, but you know that 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 incident with the the pass for Murdoch Masilla, where Perinara stood there in the position where a referee normally would to blow his whistle and rule on a forward pass, and then the next thing he's in the in goal awarding a try. Mm-hmm. I just wow. Mm. Yeah, it, um, look, the, the Raiders have got these games in them. You know, the, they're no not reason. called the Faders only because it rhymes. This so, is the first time yeah. in a long time, though. You know, it, like they got is. rid of that in that season. They made it to the grand final. Yeah, they did. But you know, just just as you say, there's there's some things that you can't explain through rational thought, like hoodoo's with teams or hoodoo's with grounds or. Yep. Or with certain players, there is something in the Raiders that that are, they they aren't always safe. And the scary thing is, if this has been let back into their psyche, if this has reopened a a trap door, that this is mm-hmm. possible, then uh, then there could be some tricky games ahead. I'm not sure what it is, whether it's control of the football, whether it's a an overall game plan. But this loss and this capitulation in conjunction with last week's performance against a team that realistically they should have put away far more effectively than they did in the Sharks. Um, yeah, it, uh, look, I, I don't think, I don't want to say Canberra's season's done or they're not going to be a contender or anything that dramatic because fuck me, they've got some talent on the park and probably, you know, on, on his day, the most threatening individual player in Jack White. Um, but, but yeah, there there needs to be something in Long their way cohesion, the and they're uh, yeah, that's it. Well, look, this is the thing is, I mean, they they lost Tarpanay, they lost Ryan James and Sebastian Chris. Curtis Scott stayed on the field, but he had like some rib injury or something, so he was only playing just through the fact that they didn't have any anybody that could come on to replace him. The fact that it wasn't like that they capitulated and it was some mental fucking situation, in my opinion, it was just that they just they just didn't have the troops and they were just fucked. And so you're saying they need to work on their fitness? <laughs> well, no. I mean, they need to. They need to be able. I mean, you've got no bench players left. I mean, that shit's going. You know, that shit's going to tell on you eventually. You know. Yeah, that, but that's what I was saying though. Like, yeah, okay, you can look at this one and go, oh yeah, we had no bench players. But then look at this game in conjunction with last week. Something's a little bit off. Yeah, but you know, we'll get to the Sharkies later on. But I mean, you know, the Sharkies. I don't think the Sharkies are as bad as they were supposed to be either. You've changed, yeah. cunt. So, oh, I'm, I'm, I just fucking call it how it is. And but the thing is, with Ricky Stewart, you know, t- comes out and he's like, oh, you know, this fucking bravest, you know, thing and blah 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 blah. And never seen, yeah, you know, motherfucker. And then he does all that stuff. I'm not going to ref's fault, but I'm going to talk around the subject of ref's faulting with such with such detail and venom that everyone knows I'm ref's faulting here. Can, can you imagine? <laughs> and, imagine going through customs. I'm not going to say that I've got drugs in my bag. <laughs> Because I've got five years imprisonment <laughs> hanging over my head, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you there's not drugs in my bag. Yeah. Because I don't yeah. want to go to jail for five years. Yeah. Fucking and, hell. And, and, like, and you may and you may say and you may and you may say that I that I like to get fucking lit, and you might be right. But with five years hanging over my head, unless you're going to unless you're going to donate all these drugs to the Ricky Stewart. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and I would just and I would just remind Ricky that teams can lose their entire bench and their best players, and in a, in a game in Canberra, 
with a slender lead, not a 21-point lead, a slender lead, and hold on to that game and fucking win that game like Manly did last year against your fucking team in Gus Gould's favourite game of the year. Favourite game ever, I think it was. But um, I digress. Shut the fuck up, you green milk-drinking fucking winching cunt. That is correct. Dead shit, Ricky. Fuck up. Tweets on this one. man. Mendoza said, what a game. Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Hayden. The hashtag will never die. Said, well, after Canberra losing all their players due to a concussion and injury, it was a big ask. Few calls that went both ways, forward pass, tackled in the air, have your say about them, but 21 points down, and for RTS to get that try-saving dive, what a game. Uh, Nathan, in our Facebook group, with an early fucking contender for hashtag of the year, came in with hashtag, (laughs) check his love, check his life. I guess now you've said it, that people who are watching the Warriors games are going to tweet using that now and it's going to start to build some momentum of its own. That's it. Levius is already fully on it. I love it. It's it's the best one I've heard this year. Um, Fat Harry Lazy said, the milk tastes funny after (laughs) RTS just washed his dick in it. Hashtag fuck the milk. Hashtag grub cunts. Nat Raider one on Twitter said, toast plus bath (laughs) equals my Saturday evening. Uh, King Levius on Twitter said if the Raiders drank regular milk they wouldn't be such soft cunts suck my dick from the back faders hashtag Tamworth Warriors 2021 hashtag fuck the Broncos there you go I, lo- I love that there's all these fuck the Broncos in there in a game that has Still nothing to do with the Broncos <laughs> and none uh, of the other games that we've, t- we've spoken about at MS Swinborn said bloody entertaining Raiders lost it in one moment in my opinion the short dropout went up 31-22 pivotal turning point yeah not not a contentious opinion at all that's it on that one right so the match of the round Jesus the Broncos 24 defeat the Bulldogs 0 uh, Isako with a try Coates with a double Dearden with a try Isako 2 of 4 conversions and a couple of penalty goals mm. well I mean you might you might look at that scoreline and think wow the Broncos they really they fucking really they really put them to the sword this game was 2-0. The 58th minute. <laughs> 60, 60 minutes. minutes into the game. <laughs> and I just, the, the things, that, the, the, the thoughts I had on this game really quickly were, firstly, Osako, like he fucking got the first try and then he set up, the, you know, the, the, for the second try and how amazing he played and what the fuck did he do to Seabold? To get That's thrown it, so eh? far out of favour last year because yeah. fuck they could have used him. He was on the outer so hard. They could have used him so hard to the point where it was almost like he was going to get shot To the point where he was going to end up at the Tigers. And he's legitimately one of the... Yes, he was. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, it he was wasn't. a massive chance of going. Oh, it's like Adam Reynolds is going to be at the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, okay. Did he get to the stage where he toured your facilities? Everyone's a massive <laughs> chance up till then. Look, the only thing that was missing were the facilities. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he was a shoo-in. And now, look, the other part of this game that I love is the fact that the Panthers... Sorry, not the Panthers. The fucking... Well, yeah, the Panthers... The Panthers attacking coach. The media fucking koala that he is. Awful fucking head coach. Mm. Gets gardening leave. 
goes to Panthers, somehow manages to glom his way onto the fucking side that's um you know reaching its potential, and and sort of t- you know taking these accolades. Where are you fucking throwing a laser light at me? And um, I thought that, <laughs> I thought was the end of his days. And and he. Yeah, and then he manages to engineer, you know, a, a transition into he- into head coaching again, like, you know, so fast after an abysmal stint as a head coach, mm. a lot of people never get a second chance. No. You know? He gets it. He's the attacking coach of a team that were in the grand final last year after having a incredible winning streak. And in the last two weeks, he's generated a sum total of fucking zero points. Mm. Yep. Doggies fans. You're fucking obsessing and bitching about the wrong fucking ex-manly coach, fellas. You've got the fucking one right now. Yeah. He's gonna, you know, don't bitch about it. To a guy that was four coaches ago. Look at what you've got now. You've got some fucking spectacular garden furniture. Yes. You guys are getting. You guys are sitting down with fucking gay <laughs> abandon. They're comfortable as shit in their IKEA stuff. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? You haven't. You haven't got a fucking Burton. And the one thing that I will say about Manly, we can actually score points and we've got Tur- Tommy Turbo coming back. You haven't got Matt Burton coming. He can't come to you. He's no, not coming he to you this year. You've got nothing. This is it for you. <laughs> this zero points against the Brisbane Broncos. This is this is your peak. This is where you are now. This is your home. And furthermore... You are the only team in the fucking competition to lose to the Brisbane Broncos in the last fucking 12 months. That's Take great. a hard look in the mirror before you fucking get on your keyboard and start talking that shit. You fucking cucks. Okay. That's enough about <laughs> now, this one. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, 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 yeah. Glenn, Glenn did no, you have any You said it all, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cody at CodyF961 on Twitter said, everyone talking about how the Roosters would be wishing they had Flanagan. I think the Roosters would be relieved they don't have Flanagan after this performance. Uh, at the Bunk 2099 on Twitter said, it's like watching two Chromies fight at the house with no steps and one of them sporting an erection. <laughs> Uh, at Toto TV said good of the boys to get a win before the four week <laughs> bye see you when they return in June uh, at Hammers said I honestly can't believe Penrith scored a point the entire season last year <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Jangles 22 said pretty average Reggie's game when does the main game kick off uh, Craig in a Facebook group said, this is fucking atrocious, just pure AIDS from both sides. Jay replied with BRB, shelfing some razor blades. <laughs> Jason, the Facebook group said, last time I saw offense this effective, it was the boxing match between Stephen Hawking and Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Stephen said, they should force Guantanamo Bay inmates to watch this game when they want a confession. <laughs> And uh, Shanta said, if Thursday night didn't prove that Penrith is the best place for Matt Burton this year, this fucking debacle <laughs> sure did. <laughs> <sighs> Lovely. Oh, I had something else to say, but I've forgotten it. Yeah, it was it was probably insulting and fucking 
<laughs> to uh, to the old doggies. So we'll just move on, and uh, they can live in their filth for another seven days. The Eels twenty eight defeated the Sharkies four. The uh, tries came to Blake Ferguson with a double. Micah Sivo, uh, Regan Campbell, Gillard, and Ray Stone. Three or four conversions to Gutherson and a penalty goal with for Gutherson as well. The Sharks had a try to Sione Katoa. Sharks were plenty. Sorry. This was the so brave. So as opposed to the Canberra game with Ricky, you know, wanting to, people to be fucking brave. No, this was the so brave game for the Sharkies. I think. Yes, it was. And this, and, and as opposed to the Roosters game, this scoreline was very flattering to the Eels. Yes, it was. Isn't it interesting though? This was a, uh, ended up being a so brave effort. Mm-hmm. If Ricky Stewart hadn't been such an obnoxious little cunt, the Raiders, I reckon, would have been would have been copying mm. a so brave as well. Yeah, but the, the 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 thing is that the Raiders though is that they had it was, so, it was such a big lead. You'd, again, you'd put it down. They had a great lead. Yeah. They did their entire fucking bench. Yeah, didn't have any yeah. troops. People were on their fucking out on their feet. You yeah. Know? That would have been the narrative, but yeah. now it's fucking Ricky Stewart yeah. talking about you know I, I don't really have a body bag full of marijuana. Yeah, yeah. Ricky Stewart, Ricky Stewart, R- Ricky Stewart sending texts <laughs> to his fucking dealer. <laughs> Been interesting to see how Para handle um, Mitch Moses HIA. Um, you know, we just spoke about the Roosters and how they uh, are very very cautious with their players with. Concussions and head knocks and the like, but um, Moses yep. is such a you know central point of everything Para do um, in attack. Mm. Um, you know he may well be one hundred percent clear and ready to play. They don't play till Easter Monday anyway. But um, yeah, I I don't think there's any chance he um, he doesn't play next week. And that's uh, to take nothing away from mm. Will Smith who filled in. I thought he, he played quite well, given he hasn't played a stack of first grade in recent seasons. So he um, he's, he slotted in nicely. I thought Gutherson was quite strong, but um, <clears throat> Sharks, effort-wise, you can't can't fault their effort, but they were up against it. Yeah, Will Smith's the fucking definition mm. of workman-like, yeah. tradesman-like. Get, gets in, get the job done. Got, got a bit of time last year with um, Brown being out, but... For for Parramatta, they they're starting to get a, a little bit of that um, you know uh, up upstarts team about them. You know the, when when they're in a situation, they're not going to do things perfectly. They'll they'll get in there and just grind and grind and grind and grind and grind uh, un, until they get a result. Looking at when the Sharks lost their troops, though. Like it started at fucking twenty minutes. Yeah, they lost Wade Graham twenty minutes in. Yeah, and and he is as inspirational to the Cronulla Sharks organization as any player has ever been. I would say he's the most influential and inspirational player they've had since Andrew Eddinghausen. You know, with with the exception of maybe Luke Lewis, um, who had that that great run at the end of his career with them, but Wade Graham. Yep is the most effective and influential player since Andrew Eddinghausen in that club. Um, then, just to, to keep players going down and not in obvious refill positions, you know, it's not like they lost yeah. them in situations where they can just do a quick a quick reshuffle and, 
and put someone to fullback and move everybody out one. Yeah. Uh, they, they were fucking dropping all over the place. So um, they, they stayed in it for as long as they could. But eventually fitness was just going to, and then fatigue was just going to let the floodgates open. Exactly. Get to the uh, comments on this one. Uh, Daniel in the Facebook group said, the missus is really starting to hate Sharks games. Hashtag up the mood. <laughs> supposed to say it, not do it. <laughs> Why not both? Uh, Grover said, Sharks really missing Jerry tonight. <laughs> well, yes, they certainly did. Uh, Rishi said, how much easier is it to accept, even enjoy an Eels win when Moses has taken almost no part in it? The correct answer is a lot more. And Rishi, I'll throw you an apology. I know you sent through some great Panthers treats, but I'd already gotten that shit ready by the time you got out of that stadium and uh, sent them through. Mitch Doyle, 13, said, Parramatta players and fans really do carry on like a team that is suffering the longest premiership drought in the league. So sad. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, that's all we had on that one. And do you see? Do you see the Eels tweet after the game that they had uh, they had fucking Scomo <laughs> yeah. in the dressing room, and um and they did a tweet like, oh, you know, he's ours now or something like that, tweeting to to, to the oh, Sharks wow. account. Yeah, so, from, from I, the, I don't think I don't think that was the fucking dub that they they thought it was when they tweeted it out. To be honest, from the organisation that bought you, our board talks about fraud and cheating the salary cap while being in a recorded audio situation. (laughs) Then also gets recorded saying, don't use the fraud F word. (laughs) Oh, Parramatta, never change. On to today's games. We have the uh, Tigers, 24 defeating the Knights, 20 uh, in Mitchell Pearce's 300th game. Uh, the Tigers tries through Talau, Dewey, uh, Stefano Tokamanu. Is this, was his debut no. today? No. Oh, I think no. it was, yeah. He's, was it? He's had game time. You just haven't okay. noticed him. Okay. Yeah, I just haven't noticed him, but yeah. I mean, fucking noticed him today, though. I mean, it was amazing that that, that try scored. It was funny, like that was like a, a great big man try because it wasn't just like a a trample try. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah was, some footwork. It was and actually shit, and you could see him weigh he, it I mean, up could, and go, you and know, he could have. Yeah, I've got this guy. I'm not just going to run over the top of him. Which, yeah, I, yeah, I, I could actually I could actually break his ankles. And uh, yeah, Nofaluma uh, with the winning try at the end there, um, which was the the scrum try. The numbers <laughs> counting try that I alluded to earlier. Uh, what have we got? Uh, Dewey four or four conversions. Nice twenty came through tries. The Tex Hoy, Mitchell Barnett, Mitchell Pierce, and Tyson Frizzle. Uh, Hoy two of two conversions, and uh, he came on after Barnett absolutely fucking <laughs> like <laughs> like like. Look, there's there's plenty of room in the game for an old fashioned toe poker. So get me wrong. If you can, if you, if you kick the goals, or if you're Mel Meninga, but oh my god, like when they go bad, like the two attempts that Barnett had today, yeah, just abysmal. They are ugly. Oh, how ugly good shots. it was to beat an undefeated Premiership powerhouse on their own turf in their fortress. I tell you what, I couldn't be, couldn't be. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm just gonna stop you right there for a second. <laughs> I can accept the fact that I'm going to have to deal with a fair amount this year of you posting the same <laughs> drivel on Twitter and Facebook and me having to read that shit twice. 
I'm not going to yes, fucking put up with you. It's too Posting late. it on Twitter. It's already been done. Posting it on Facebook and then saying exactly the same thing here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the listeners at least deserve some originality, Glenn. I'm not here for my originality, mate. I'm here for my charm and my good looks. This is not a Michael <laughs> Maguire coaching clinic. You don't just get to recycle shit that isn't that good anymore. Uh, you can't take the shine off my head nor the win. <laughs> Speaking of Michael Maguire uh, coaching clinics, and I said this on Twitter, but I better say again, did he not tell them what, what the loud choo-choo train sound means when you hear it in the fucking stadium? Oh, my God. How many times did they get a repeat? Did they, did, how did they get the six again call? They kick it. And immediately just fucking butcher it or kick and it. Until or he that. kicked it on the first fucking tackle. I was like... Oh, and yeah, and there was also that situation there where fucking, you know, where uh, where Luciano and Lua just like fucking <laughs> chucked it over to the left and just gave like, oh, is it Talao? There's like no fucking chance look, to Look, I, I have to... Oh, my God. Anyway, Glenn, look, get I, it out of your system. Let's I go. I have to admit Let's that, hear it. And, and I said before we hit record that when um, Frizzell scored, you know, for the last five years or more in games where we've been in it and then... A team scored a go-ahead try. They've put at least one, possibly two tries on before full-time and, and we've walked away with our tails between our legs. But it was pleasing to see them rally and and uh, put on the last try for, for Noffa, which is a good sign. And, you know, you've got to beat these undefeated sides if you, if you want to have an undefeated season. And I, I think we're well on the way to doing that. Newcastle... All jokes aside, Newcastle killed themselves with errors. I think in the end, their error count was 18. And it wasn't just about the amount of errors they made, it was when they made them. And they really, you know, the Tigers were a team that weren't playing with a great deal of confidence. But, you know, once they got that first try and then Newcastle just continually gifted them a field position and, and, and possession. And the Tigers, you know, there's still a hell of a lot to work on. Um, and you look at Corey Thompson running around for the Titans and, and doing some good things as he is, and you, and you watch Kapoa on the wing, on, on the, the left wing for the Tigers, playing like he's never seen a rugby league ball before, is a little bit distressing. But, um, you know, that kid's fast. Can't take that away from him. But I don't understand the point of being fast if you don't, get the importance of hanging on to the football. So, you know, again, I said the same thing about Luke Brooks last week, that it's probably at a point by the time you get to first grade and you've played, you know, you're playing in the the premier competition in the world, that trying to coach someone to catch a football seems a little redundant. You should have that by now, mate. So... How do you think Adam O'Brien feels about fucking oh, Shibasaki yeah, that's, then? That's one of the yeah, worst games I've seen because for a Because you could... Say what you will <laughs> about Kapoa. Shibasaki put in one of the worst yeah. individual yeah, performances I've ever fucking seen in my life. Yes. Like, And you talked about the Tigers rallying and, you know, after getting the try put on them to, and falling behind towards the end of the game, they didn't rally shit. They just kicked it to Shibasaki, who, yeah. uh, who who obliged by dropping it and giving them a scrum 10 metres out. I mean, that's There was a was. rally. The it Tigers was. huddled around one, one another, high-fiving and cheering and hugging each other. That's rallying. 
And they said these 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 cunts can't count the four, so let's fucking so, so, so let's let's stack the open side and uh, and we, we might be able to score a try uh, untouched. I don't know what rallies you're used to. Generally, I assume it's when you want to get people who don't look like you out of Toowoomba. <laughs> you're not allowed to carry pitch pitchforks and flaming torches onto one. a rugby league field. Yeah. It's, um, this one, it, it was the Knights of old. It, it was the Wooden Spoon Knights where the team would have half a decent stint and then there would be an individual that would fuck up in the most brilliant of ways at the worst possible times and put the entire team back under pressure. And we've answered the age-old question of, uh, of what force was more powerful and it turns out that it wasn't the tiger losing; it was a Pierce being completely <laughs> fucking ineffective. So, um, well, the thing it, about uh, Mitchell Pierce as well is like ineffective is one way to describe, it, but also like incredibly selfish. It was like he wanted to do it all, and the amount of times he just didn't pass the ball and just tried to muscle through the line. Yeah, and like the, the Tigers were never falling for it. Although, and the time when he did score his try was actual great fucking interplay. And it was created by Connor Watson. But, but can can you for, can you yeah. forgive him though? After watching the West Tigers' first two rounds, he probably thought he was you had money on himself for a fucking hat trick. He was the fucking bizarro <laughs> Simona this week. Connor Watson. Um, he was ready to party after his three. Connor Watson's game was outstanding. Sorry, he, sorry, um, Glenn. I think he tried to take the game by the scruff of the neck and and really inserted himself and and made. The Tigers really had trouble containing him through the middle and, and created numerous chances. But again, the, the errors um, by his teammates let him let him down and let the the Knights down and really cost them any chance of, um, you know, they, they had enough ball there and created enough chances to, to put the Tigers away earlier in the game and, and the Tigers hung in and errors again. Gifted the Tigers a uh, rather glorious victory. That's it. Comments on that one. Danny in the Facebook group said, Fuck me with an ice-cold Mars bar. We had chances to control that game, but we fucking blew it. I've seen tissue paper defend better than the Knights on occasion. Matt said, Fuck Shibasaki or whatever his stupid fucking name is. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Steven said, Finally something to smile about. Deep down, though, I know it's nothing more than false hope. Hashtag ninth is back on. Joel said, breaking. Tigers to use Knights defensive line as Luke Brooks' 200th <laughs> game banner. <laughs> uh, Jai said, so there was a lot said about Pierce's antics in the offseason and that some of it... Some of the playing group were pissed about it. It was then reported it was all smoothed over. Clearly fucking not. His teammates were not going to let him win his 300th. Like, not a fucking chance they were going to let that shit happen. And uh, I'll give the tweet of the round, this one to Graham, who said, the Panthers' fourth string fullback is West's best player since Scott Prince. (laughs) You're welcome, guys. (laughs) Uh did you see Dane Laurie get his ankles fucking snapped yes, by Frizzle? I did. Oh, did I fuck? Like, that was a fucking Darius effort right there. Another great big man try where he didn't just rely on the fact that he could trample the guy. 
And he was like actually destroy him with footwork. No, he didn't. He didn't destroy him with footwork. <laughs> he changed direction at the speed well, of the cunt that's currently blocking the Suez Canal, and Dane Laurie tripped over. That's what fucking happened. Look, that, that, that's by its very definition footwork, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it was fucking Roger Tuvasa check. Oh, it's, it's foot leisure at best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last game. So, last game, uh, and it didn't... It felt like it ran a bit fucking uh, late tonight. It was only just sort of finished before we got on. Yeah. Uh, Titans 44 defeat the Cowboys 8. The Titans 44 came through tries. Uh, a, a double to Andrew Brampson. Um, Philip Sammy with a try. A double to Smooth Corey Thompson. Uh, Mo Fodawaka and David Fafita also with tries. Fogarty 7 out of 7 conversions and a penalty goal. And the Cowboys uh, had a try to Tabuai Fidau. A try to Talangi and zero successful conversions. From Valentine Holmes. Mm. Big worries in Townsville. There's a there's a noticeable difference between a team that's out of form and a team that doesn't want to be out there. And I, th- I think the Cowboys at the moment fall into the latter category, which is a dangerous sign given it's round three and they've got a new coach that you would think they're you know wanting to impress. And um, there wasn't much to like about the Cowboys' performance. Um, in contrast, I think the the Titans are a a pretty good side. They spread the work nicely amongst their better players. They get some big plays from their their stars, such as Fafita and uh, these guys when when needed, and and solid efforts without um, you know extending themselves beyond their their capabilities from their role players. So, and, and they're well coached, so um, they played pretty well. They um, you know made a few errors along the way, but you know some of their attack was uh, and and their structures are uh, you know they they. Gave the Cowboys headaches all night, and I think they played really well. Fafita starting to play. He's playing like he's got a point to prove. Plenty of players sign those big contracts. There's a lot of hype around him coming from the Broncos and, um, you know, controversy, all the rest of it. And, and in a lot of situations, some players come to a new club and they don't show their best form consistently. I think these past couple of weeks, he's he's really been outstanding and, and showing all the reasons why they signed him and, and why they chased him so hard. So he's, um, you know, fits into that side really well. Would yeah. you say he is the anti-James anti Tamau? Uh, or the anti-Adam Blair or the anti-fucking, you know, <laughs> numerous names. <laughs> now, the, and the Cowboys are, are in a similar situation to the Bulldogs where you go, okay, they're in a hole, you know, but you try and light a candle. What can they do to get out? Well... They're going to have Talmalolo is going to come back yep. from injury, so that's that's one thing. But then you've got the story that came out today that Michael Morgan is potentially going to have to retire Medi- through medically, you know, retire. Through, medically retire through through recurrent shoulder problems. So what you know, there's it's, where's it where's it coming from? I mean, once again, you know, it's great. You know, they'll get their Talmalolo. You'll, you'll get a couple of hundred meters a game for him, and that's fantastic. But you know, without yeah. any real direction, because like you, you saw that like two hundred meters or two hundred and fifty meters from from Taumalolo was not going to affect this result one yeah. iota. Correct. So Correct. Uh, dark times ahead for the Cowboys, and uh, maybe maybe uh, Toddy should have signed back on for the Warriors. Mm, yes, I tell you what, just noticing what a fucking massive thirteen Tino is. Mm. 
Yeah. But in in the age where 13s had, had started to move away from bigger bodies to be that that more mobile, you know, almost an, another another six. Yeah. If you like. Look. Um, you got the like the Cam Cam Murrays of the world who who really have the body shape of a, a half. Like I, I saw a one on one where Tino's tackled Cotter. He's fucking three <laughs> times the size of him. The guy's an absolute fucking monster. Uh, and geez, was used to good effect tonight. That whole left side of the Titans, I think Sammy had an absolute fucking blinder. Uh, just their ability to create space and put the defense in two minds. And again, it was the Cowboys. It's not like they were a, a, a top-tier opposition, but but just the ability to put the defense in two minds, have them on the back foot from even even far out from the goal line, really paid dividends tonight. And um, as as usual, that young young fullback um, Ajax Bloomberg had had a very good game for the Titans as well. <laughs> Let me bring up the comments on that one. Oh, fucking Val Holmes. What are you doing, you gross fuck? Uh, at Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78. Fuck, has he had an account die? <laughs> what the fuck's going go here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but our good mate Carsten, the German in Switzerland, said, I got up in the middle of the night and watched the first half. Why do I want to cut my dick off and why does my butthole hurt? <laughs> And funnily enough, nothing was lost in translation in that tweet. Uh, at Scott TU 87270236. Fucking sort your Twitter names out, you cunts. Uh, said Gold Coast Titans 44 points, narrowly beat Cowboys 42 errors. Hashtag Big Brother After Dark. What are you doing to fucking Twitter? What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I saw that. I saw that hashtag, and I was like, "Why?" There what? are going to be some very confused. <laughs> produ- is that show still going? Is Big restart- they're, still, they're bringing it back. Oh, wow! How good nostalgia! <laughs> wow, Ryan said, "Just had to endure a convo about Holmes's body composition being changed from NFL affecting him. It's between his ears that's the problem. Has zero heart or effort in his footy at the moment. I would not disagree." Uh, Norts. Said, messy second half, but I'll take the win. Two tries for Alexi Brampton. Well done. <laughs> On board, sir. And uh, Hammers said, when the Titans get a big first half lead, they're like a dog chasing cars that finally catches one. They don't know what the fuck to do with it. Still, it's not a bad problem to have. Happy to take winning form into a tough month ahead. Very realistic of you, sir. That's it. In that case, that's the games for the week done. Tipping, which I forgot to do last week. Apologies. At the moment, they're kind of provisional tipping results here because they don't sort of lock it off until you know, like Tuesday or whatever. But we have, uh, oh, I don't know how to say it. It's like, you know, you know Jim, Jim Ecker is number one what? on top. Tied. J-I-M-E-K-R. Oh, J-I-M. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Knickerbocker tied with that fella. Jack WC94. That's our is, top three. Is Dr. 20. Knickerbocker the cunt from the Wiggles? Well, I mean, they they sang a version of that song on a uh, on one of their DVDs. And being a and Tigers also, fan, and the lyrics of that song being all about the number nine. Yeah, that's it. You know, know you, know, you would know, you know, massive that, fan. Go fuck yourself, boys. He'd have you, to be you, a didn't play that, you, didn't, you didn't play that for Leo or Jackson a little. No, that's a shame. <laughs> he would have loved that. 
according to Count the Nine, you would have been set. You know, further to our discussion on the member side last week about getting, or was it the main episode last week talking about getting getting Leo to on board with the Tigers? That's yeah. it. And you missed the vital vital building block in the in the cognitive development. Clearly, uh, what do we got? Fourth returning champ Andy. Then we got Lachlan H. Whitey Junior. Nine 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 nine. Uh, Benny Tippy, Sumback, Mitch Rich, and Fabsy. And that's uh, they're all on nineteen, so it's one point between first and tenth. And uh, congratulations, everybody. Keep it up. And that, that's full time for episode three eighty five. Thanks for listening. As always, you can interact with us in a multitude of ways to access all of our links to take you to the Facebook group, the Twitter account, uh, all the places you can consume the podcast and the website. Just Google Twill Nation link tree and it'll be a top result there. Um, if you'd like to support the show, make sure you drop us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Just tell a friend. Um, membership update. We've uh, gone through and we've made the decisions required on the old uh, digital stuff. So Digi members, you'll be hearing from me tomorrow about uh, what's going on there. Everyone else will have uh, access to the digital stuff in, in about a week. I'll be putting up the uh, member packs though. They'll be going up probably tomorrow or Tuesday, depending on how busy I am with work and stuff like that. Because we've made the, we've got the prices there now, and we've made the decisions there as well. So that's uh, that's all good. And also, you'll have the opportunity to get the hoodies as well in time for when it actually gets cold. So they'll be up at the same time as the memberships. And uh, yeah, on a pre-order basis, pre-order them or forever hold your peace. If fellas have anything to add. No, can't wait to get the digi stuff out there. I'm really glad Nate came up with a good idea to uh, to name the tears. <laughs> yep, you so. are a piece of shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and you do it so effortlessly. It's almost impressive. If I wasn't so enraged. It's just like I'm back in the boardroom. <laughs> just like I'm back almost, in the boardroom. <laughs> Yeah, Being in a boardroom like that, I mean, being a boardroom, that, that was, that's, that's not playing nicely with others, though. Like no, in a no. Boardroom situation. But, it, but it's exactly like that. Someone, someone will say something like three months ago, and then somebody who hasn't actually seen it will raise the point, and then, then there'll be this fucking cold war between them, and one of them doesn't know why. That's fucking phenomenal. Humanity um, at their fucking worst. Tremendous. All right. Good chat as always, fellas. Talk to you again on Wednesday. Yeah, Tigers. See you then. And uh, listeners, see you next week. I'll see you, see you uh, uh, Wednesday. Same as these okay. guys. Later. See ya. Boom. Later. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.